Cable news viewers in this country were treated to hours of live coverage this afternoon as suspicious packages were discovered all over Boston. Roads were closed, the Charles River was closed, and questions were asked about terrorism. Then came the explanation. NBC's Pete Williams has more from our Washington newsroom tonight. Pete, good evening. Brian, at least this has a happy ending, but it is a strange one. Boston police did shut down a bridge, several main roads, including an interstate and stop boat traffic on the Charles, all in response to nine separate reports of suspicious devices with circuit boards, wires, and batteries. Police blew some of them up as a precaution, but none contained explosives, and now we know why. They turned out to be this thing, outdoor lighted signs to promote a movie coming out in May based on an animated series on the Cartoon Network called Aqua Teen Hunger Force. These signs have been up in nine other cities since mid-month. Turner Broadcasting says it has now told Boston police what these things were, and it says it's sorry they were ever thought to be dangerous, Brian. Happy it's a false alarm. Pete Williams in our Washington. to the You Show Show. It is the show where you show things. I am Kelvin Laser McMurray, and today I'm joined again by my very, very good friend, Colin yeah. Santangelo. Colin, hello. Welcome back. What's up? How you doing, buddy? Great. I haven't spoken to you in a week, because that's how we do the show. <laughs> <laughs> you liar. And, uh, uh, yeah, dude, it's been a great week. I, uh, you know, it's been a week. Won some scratch-offs? I did some scratch-offs, and I won jack shit. And uh, um, drank some vodka. Made some world peace. Made some made some world peace, and you know, just just. And then and then I watched this movie we're about to talk about. So that is, that is true too. Um, yeah. Which I was so glad that I decided because, like, anyway, I'll let you finish the intro before I. Uh, I'm gonna just shut up. We're in it. We're in it now, baby. And okay. um, so today's movie. Uh, would you like the honors or do you, do you want me to do it? It's you pick. Do you want me to do the full title or do you want to do the full title? I can do it. Why don't you do it? I always do this shit. You do it. All right. So this is your movie you recommended to me. It is, it is called <laughs> and, Aqua and, Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. Knock, knock. Welcome home, baby. From the first assistant director of the second unit of Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. And the production assistant of the video, Know Your Friar. Comes the adventure of a lifetime. An animated epic featuring three all-new backgrounds and five characters. Did you see that chicken guy running around? Then this chicken. <laughs> that guy was weird. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, colon, movie film for theaters. I don't remember any of this. That is, that is the full title of this film. Um, and obviously <laughs> I am not going to say that every single time, so we'll just probably call it the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie um, to shorten it. But yeah, that is colon. that is the official full, full-length title for this film. Uh, came out in 2007, and I got a story about it coming out, but we'll get into that in a minute. So, uh, Colin, what did you think of Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters? I thought, man, Colin, solid move not eating that edible before you walk. <laughs> Patting yourself I, on the back. 
Uh, it was fucking crazy, man. I loved it. It is fucking crazy. I loved it. And it's so cool because, like, I remember growing up, the late night kind of Cartoon Network shows, like the Adult Swim kind of shit. And I was really into Space Ghost. And I remember my dad would, like, watch it with me, and he thought it was hilarious. And that was, like, a show we used to watch. And I had no idea that Aqua Teen was really, like, this spinoff from that. I must have missed it because I've always kind of, like, known about aqua teen hunger force and watched it but i've always it's been like late night where i'm like have a fucking sleep i didn't pay much attention to it you know but i love it it's fucking hilarious it's it's basically just like opening the valve of your mind and just letting it pour out things and then making that into a show or a movie yep and just Great. wherever it goes that's exactly where it needs to be exactly <laughs> Anyone that may not may not be familiar, I don't know. So Cartoon Network uh, in like the early 2000s came up with this program called Adult Swim. You, you, you have at this day and age, you've had to have heard it, of it by now. Like you got to be under a rock to not fucking know, at least have heard of Adult Swim. But when it came out, it was actually really unique because it was cartoons and content but oriented very much for adults they got rid of the kitty friendly shows uh which cartoon network at the time had amazing kitty friendly shows too like dexter's lab and um, eddie ed ed and eddie yeah dude powerpuff girls like dude so many so many jack yeah dude so many good shows um but then they came in it was just this like really bizarre hodgepodge of cartoons that again were very adult in nature but they weren't like they still were goofy they were still weird um but a lot of the people like that worked on space Ghost, like a lot of the same voice actors and even some of the same creators they worked on like all of this kind of together uh like metalocalypse um um the brock show um (laughs) what other ones oh my god there was a squidbillies i fucking love squidbillies um and there were all these cartoons, and to explain what they're about is difficult. Like, you could say Metalocalypse is about a heavy metal band. Um, Squidbillies is about these, like, southern, I don't know, <laughs> Alabaman. They're squids. It's a family of squids, but they live in the south, and they're hillbillies, hence Squidbillies. And, but that's really about it. That's all you can say is, like, a general thing. And so they made these cartoons, and they were just, like, off the wall, and they were crazy. And, like, Cartoon Network was, like here's money go nuts but it was really cool like i can i can look back at that period and like i mean it was like adult swim that like got me into dragon ball z it was love dragon ball z yeah like love dragon ball z it's one of my favorites ever and like uh gundam wing of all the gundam series gundam wing is probably my favorite i really like that one i i have the, the dvds and it was like it was like this really cool thing that like if you were watching it you were part of this like niche group that it felt like a secret you know what i mean like it felt like oh, yeah. like you it, it didn't feel like you weren't supposed to be watching it but it felt like no one else was watching it and that if you were you were like on the inside but it was very popular and it did very well and it's still continuing to this day and like these shows now are worth like millions of dollars and um but a lot of these shows were super bizarre and they were either shows that you either really because like I like all almost all of them. There were a few that got under my skin, but like Twelve Ounce Mouse. Did you ever watch that one? I did not. Oh, that one in my opinion not. is a little. It's a little. It's a little too bizarre. Um. Anyway, they were just super bizarre, crazy, unhinged, off the wall, and like you know these people are swearing and they're they're killing each other and there's blood and there's murder. 
Um, and it's fucking hilarious. And it's something that, like, in my opinion, you either love it or you hate it. It's funny because you said you and your dad used to watch Space Ghost. Yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force was, like, my favorite. There was something about this one that just stuck with me the most. And um, so, of course, I had the DVDs in high school. And, like, I remember my dad used to come home from work and I would have Aqua Teen Hunger Force on. And he'd be like, turn that fucking shit off. <laughs> like, he just, like, he was, he's like, he's like, I just, I can't listen to it. Like, it was just like, it, I'm sure for him, it was just like 10,000 church bells going off all at once and nobody wants to deal with that. And, um, anyway, long story long, in then 2007, they made an Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. And I think, I think it's the only Adult Swim program to make it into the theater powerpuff girls that's not adult swim that was cartoon network oh true but, but well i mean adults well that's true yeah it's technically you're right because they're you're like, right they're technically different syndications like um yeah, you're right so uh a fun fact actually i saw the powerpuff girls movie in theater it's a great movie my mom and i went to go see it and we were both like the only people above the age to like 12 it was it was a little awkward but it was super fun anyway that's a that's a weird sentence to say out loud but it's true and um uh but yeah this movie came out in 2007 and um um it's fucking bananas um i saw this movie in theaters um what do you what do you do when you go to a theater like 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 you and your your friends are like hanging out it's a friday night and it's like hey let's go see a movie right yeah. And then you and your friends decide what you want to see and you go to the theater, you buy your ticket and they say, enjoy your show. And then you awkwardly say back to them, you too. No, you say, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go get your snacks. Everybody's got their favorite movie theater snacks. Mine is pretzels and cheese, man. I am an Icy's. Oh man, dude, those combinations right there. Like I'm like, like my mouth is watering just thinking about it right Can now. Can I tell you? I'm like a weird like trash person and I freaking love raisinets. Raisinets. Raisinets and yeah, popcorn man. are really good. Dude, okay, a a uh, person along the way in my journey of life once told me about how you take bunch of crunch. Okay. And you dump it and you dump it into your popcorn and you shake it up and you eat it together and it's amazing. Oh, I've never done that one. I'll have to try it sometime. Try it. Um, if my, I have a personal trainer and if he's listening to this, I'm really sorry, Matt. Um, but, uh, I, can't, I honestly can't remember who told me that. So I would love to give credit, but I'm like drawn blank. I draw a lot of blanks. And then, and then, so you get your favorite, you get your favorite movie theater food. That's a MF doom quote. But anyway, um, and then you sit in your chair and you know, you watch the, 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 the trailers and then like, like the first set of lights goes down, you watch the trailers and then the second set of lights goes down and then, like, that's the movie. Like, that, like this is it. And if it's a good movie-going experience, no fucking cell phones are ringing. No. No one's talking. There's no kid sitting behind you kicking your fucking chair. And it's silent. Watching Awkward and Hunger Force in theaters was the best movie theater experience that I've ever had because everyone went fucking apeshit bananas and was oh, yeah. talking and screaming and yelling and everyone was kicking at, like the chair. Oh my god, dude. It was fucking chaos and I loved every goddamn second of it. Um, so actually, it's funny to revisit this film. I think about that. And I was with my friend Sam and Eddie and uh, we went to go see it together and seriously, hands down, as far as a the movie theater experience goes... 
this is the only movie probably in existence where like shouting at the movie theater is like part of it. It's like the you know, people go to the screenings of like the room and they throw spoons and stuff at the screen and they shout all the lines. Like right. this is in that same vein where again, like you know what you're getting into going into a movie like this. Um I, I found myself when I watched this wishing fuck man that would have probably been really fun to watch in the theater because like i love how the movie opens with like the heavy metal <laughs> fucking band explaining it, that if you talk or anything they're gonna like kick your kid and throw it in the street and i was like dude this is like all of the anger that i have deep inside when some asshole's talking during a movie and like i loved that part so much The film has, yeah, it has, it has probably the best opening to a movie ever. Just, it just, great. it just is. I find me a better opening than this. So it's got the, um, it's got the like old timey, like drive-in movie theater style animation where like a hot dog and an ice cream cone and like a thing of milk, they come out and they're dancing, right? And it's like this like sweet music about like, uh, you know, get your, get your snacks, and then uh, one of, I think, like, the hot dogs, like, you can't beat my meat for a better deal. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's absurd. And then they keep walking. And then there's this, like, there's more food items, like a pretzel and, like, a dot uh, and, like a, like, like, a candy. And they're just staring at this this food this like like wholesome family food and then it just kicks into heavy metal and it's a it's a it's a song about watching movies in a movie theater so it's like don't talk watch it's like the pre-show like considerations oh my god exactly but it's like ramped up to like like volume 11 in not only it's like tone and volume but in its absurdity as well uh there's something about like don't 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 film this movie it's like copyright by time warner and if i find out that you've done it i'll come i'll break into your house and tear your wife in half (laughs) and then when they're talking about if you have a kid there's they tell you to like leave the kid outside during the movie and then after the movie run it over yeah it's like leave the seat in the streets and then the backup singer's (laughs) like run it over right after the show oh my god dude yeah so like that's the kicker for this movie. It, it has, sets the tone. It has nothing to do with the movie. Nothing. But it's also, funnily, the same way that it ends. Uh, it ends on those same food characters as well. It does, um, but they never brought the heavy metal band back, which I was really kind of like asking myself, why? Uh, yeah. I, that Yes. Uh, and that band, that heavy metal band, is uh, it's Mastodon. That's awesome. Yeah. They, they got Mastodon to come in and... Um, I think basically they made up the song, I think, like in a day. Uh, it, you know, there wasn't a ton of time spent planning this. They basically handed them a lyric sheet and they were like, just give us whatever you've got. And that's what they that's what they made. Um, but then the movie starts. Uh, <laughs> what is 
what is this movie about? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even tell you, man. It's about... All right, I'll, do you want me to try? Yeah, I'll help out, yeah. Okay, all right, here's what I think it's about. Um, uh, it is about a group of uh, foods, Master Shake, Fry Lock, and Meat Wad, and they kind of are trying to figure out where they came from, kind of, but then they don't really know, and then they, like, are trying to get chicks, so they try to work out, <laughs> and then they discover this machine called the Insanoflex, which turns out to be, like, this crazy, like, ancient, like, workout machine that procreates and just works people out until they explode, so it takes over the world. And uh, along the way, the... <laughs> cybernetic ghost of christmas past <laughs> who fucks everything yep. gets very excited sexually very sexually easily aroused. yeah uh 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 comes to explain the the insano flex to these beings which i guess are from mars are they from mars they're just from outer space they're from outer space ignat and ur yeah yep and then they come across um uh who's the doctor the evil doctor doctor uh, oh gosh uh it's like doctor insano doctor weird excuse yeah, me doctor doctor weird doctor weird's there who's the the uh antagonist slash they think may have created them and then there's also these i don't know what they're called sorry but there's these two pixel characters Luminites, yep who are probably my favorite because mm -hmm. they they're so bad at everything they try that it's amazing um and yeah, I'd say it's it's that. That's what I thought. That's a perfect summary of it. Abraham Lincoln is in it. Oh yeah, that was fucking uh, time traveling. Abraham. Time traveling. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln <laughs> is in it. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it, at the absolute surface level, it's a film that is trying to create an origin story for what would become the TV show, but there's you never you leave the, the justice clueless. There's no answers, but like. That's the point. And I and, and we'll get into like I think like what it means. I, a lot of people like when I was younger, I loved Aquatine Hunger Force for just the sheer randomness. But now that like, you know, I've been to film school and I've I've studied film and storytelling and we've talked about that. There is actually like an underlying commentary about movie making in this movie. Totally. Uh, I think it bridges with last week's film. Yes. And that is a funny connection between the two is that both of these movies are about movies, but in a very, very different light, obviously. One is a documentary about a filmmaker. This is about, in my opinion, this movie highlights the ridiculousness of ridiculous movies. And that hopefully by watching something like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, you can watch other bad absurd movies that are trying to be good and and laugh at these things that these films are trying to do and establish but jeez all you had to do was ask missile codes we, we don't need these well i need them we are a go for operation banana monkeys there are two models have you heard uh, foxtrot launch pad one launch pad two launch pad three we have a missile. i am just i am smelling a missile Nah, there's no way. Greetings, I'm... Uh, just for clarification, say for if anyone has never watched the show nor this movie, yeah, so there are three, the three main characters who we'll probably be talking about the most, there is a cup, he is an 
a cup. He's got a pink straw and he has yellow gloves. Because why not? And that's Master Shake. And then there's a ball of actual meat and he's meat wad. And then there's Frylock, who's a basket of French fries. And then there's their their neighbor Carl, who's probably my favorite character. Who is this? Carl. They they the 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 show and the movie mostly takes place in New Jersey, and he's just your like average cliche New Jerseyan East Coast. He's got like that that wicked accent, you know. Uh, and he's just this piece of shit trash neighbor that's like a he's like a porn addict, and he's overweight. And he's disgusting. That's your ensemble. That's 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 the the catalyst for your story in this movie, um, and uh, and yeah, I think uh, I guess we, we, did, before this movie, do I, like one to ten, how much did you like know about the TV show and or like get in with it before the film? I would say I was probably like a three or four. Okay, so you just yeah, like so- see bits and pieces here and there. Right, like I said, just because I was part of that kind of like Adult Swim universe you were talking about, I knew of Aqua Team, but it was weird. I felt I feel like I was always half asleep when I watched it, you know, and uh, I I knew of it, and uh, I just never uh, dove super deep into it. But I will say, after watching this, totally going to <laughs> get back into it. I think it's um yeah. it's, it's on H. HBO Max has, I think, yeah. all of the all the episodes and all the seasons. I don't, I don't, I don't know about the movie, but um, they definitely have the TV I, yeah. seasons. There's something uh, do it yourself about the vibe of this show that I really love, and like I, I love cartoons, man. Like I love cartoons. If I could draw better, I would be a cartoonist. Like there's no other thing that would be cooler to be in my mind, and so like. Uh, I dabble in doing like my own and like it's pretty great when you see something like this and you know like even like I remember seeing like the early Beavis and Buttheads mm-hmm. and just like once again it's kind of like people having an idea and cartoons are cool because you just need yourself you know like you can go crazy with it which is what I think this film does it just is like hey man this is a cartoon, so we can do whatever we want. And then it proceeds to do that. <laughs> gotcha. Quick. Oh, we're far a little shake. Not all women are into muscle. Well, the beautiful ones are. The ones in Miami. Come on. All women are beautiful on the inside. I know that. Yeah, I've been inside of them. They're homes. That's where I go when they leave for work. I get to know them before I meet them, and then I wait for them outside behind a bush. That's what gets me off. Gets you off what? The... T- the chain, off the chain. Follow me and learn. Sex ed has begun. You don't. Th- this is a movie that you do not watch for its story. You don't even particularly watch it for its content. You watch it for its humor. It's a very bizarre sense of humor. It's oddities and it's and it's experience. Uh, you watch it like I would recommend watching this movie with like a group of friends. Like, put some beers in you have some friends over and be like, dude, let's just watch this. And that would be probably the the best way to watch it. Obviously, if you're a fan of the show and you've not seen the film, then definitely seek it out. Um, but like, if you're home alone on a Thursday night and you're like, what movie should I watch? I mean, like, I would recommend to watch it, but I also love weird, obscure, crazy shit like this. Um, but I feel like, like what you're talking about, like with like, the animation and, 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 and how this is made, I feel like this movie was just like made to the max 
And then they like just their budget ran out, not in a bad way. It's just like that was the end. And then that's the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, it, like there is no end to this film. A burrito comes in and announces that she's every character's mother. And then they go, oh, okay. And then the dancing food people come back and that's the end of it. And every time I watch this movie, I always just feel it's like, and that's where the budget ran out was right there. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That was that was the line right there. That was yeah. it. Done. I would I would be interested to see how much of their budget went to their opening with the band. Now that you said that it was performed by Matt, uh, who did you say it was performed by Mastodon Mastodon? Yeah, I'm not a huge Mastodon fan, but uh, I think that for the purpose of what they have to do in that opening se- segment, it's ama- It's 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Um, but they actually have a couple of um, they got a couple name drops. Uh, Fred Armisen. Uh, he's he's time Lincoln. Um Bruce, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's in it. Um, he plays the the chicken brittle character that was made uh, by deep frying one million live chickens all at once. <laughs> um, and then John John Benjamin was one of the FBI agents. You can recognize his voice pretty clearly. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, and then Tina Fey is the burrito. I did not know that. Yeah, and then actually, then funny too. So actually, one of my favorite jokes in the movie. Okay, so like. Just anticipate from here on out that if you haven't seen this film, everything we're going to talk about, you're going to be like, what? But we're in that same boat. You know what I mean? Like, you and I having seen the film are no different. Where it's just like, what? Um, Because it's just crazy random shit. So there is a flying watermelon that appears... Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, that appears randomly throughout the film. And actually, one of my favorite jokes... Okay, so it's, it's a flying watermelon, and inside the watermelon... So the watermelon is a spaceship with rockets... And then inside the spaceship is a piece of watermelon, a triangle that can talk. And then he has um, Neil Peart, uh, the, the 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 famous drummer uh, from it was Rush, right? Yeah. And um, him and Neil Peart are in this flying watermelon, and Neil is like drumming like crazy, and he's like, and the the, the watermelon is talking to him. He's like, Neil, Neil. Neil to get his attention over the sound of this drumming and then Neil looks at the watermelon and he goes sorry Walter and he goes that's Mr. Melon to you <laughs> so this character's name is Walter Melon oh my god like if like and that's the thing it's like if you can't laugh at that style of humor you're gonna fucking hate this movie um but anyway Neil part the the animated character is voiced by the real Neil as well so there are a couple of cool little celebrity cameos all along the way throughout this film that are sprinkled in um yeah they they i don't know the budget on it but um i mean they made it into a movie uh, they did it so i i am looking on wikipedia actually and to to get that answer since we were talking about budget and uh so they had a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget <laughs> it's amazing and apparently it Grossed five point five million. That's funny. That's pretty good for this style of, yeah. of film and this 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 style of comedy and animation because this is a um, this is this is a movie where you know your family's in town for Thanksgiving. This is not the movie you put on. Um, so that's that's pretty good if you, if, in my opinion. Um, but then with that too, like you were talking about the style of animation and. Um, the thing that I love actually about Aqua Teen Hunger Force the most is oh. all of it is made with Photoshop, Illustrator, and After Effects. I mean, these are things that I have on my computer right now in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If if you have any yep. inclination to do this style of animation, you totally can. And so it's kind of funny because even rewatching it, 
Um, like I work in After Effects all the time, and it's just like watching Aquatine Hunger Force, rewatching it because it's been a while since I've seen this film. Um, it's like, God damn it, dude! Like it's inspiring, similar to American Movie, another just kind of fun comparison where it's just like, at least for me, it's like, dude, just do something like this. You know what I mean? Like I could do this. Like obviously not to this scale, but like. I don't know. I felt like it was kind of inspiring rewatching this film to get back out there and make more personal art, which is kind of cool. So for that, I'm thankful for it. So absolutely. But, um, but yeah, I think that, uh, you nailed it in terms of, of, of the, the overall story, but then you break it down into parts and you know, the, the movie is an origin story, but like what I love is that like, they make it into an epic movie through ridiculousness. So it's like, no, I'm not your father. You're actually my father. And, you know, it's random and it's bizarre. But, like, if you watch some movies that are, like, again, made with, like, ginormous Hollywood budgets, like, there's crazy, ridiculous, absurd shit where you expect your audience to make these giant leaps and bounds and accept it and, and go with it. And it's normal. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what this film is is secretly, I don't know if secretly is the right word, underlying doing in its creation is that it's like, it's saying that all these things that should be taken seriously in movies, sometimes it's okay to just stop and laugh at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I also felt like when I was watching, I'm like, dude, this whole movie is just like your brain kind of just like, arguing with arguing with itself like as if you've had too much coffee Mm -hmm. and like examples of that are throughout the movie and one of the ones that made me laugh really hard and there's just countless examples of it it's like when they first uh look up like what the insano flex is on a computer and the computer starts like going into another dimension basically there's like a warning and it says don't do it enjoy yeah 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 (laughs) and it's just like what (laughs) yeah and it's just like it's just these constant like build-ups there is yeah like a huge sense of like immediate reversal like again like don't ever 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 do this but enjoy and uh And that's a great way to say it. It's just like it's like it's like the it's like the it's like the left and right side of your brain competing for attention. Oh yeah. Uh while watching this film. And um like one of my favorite parts is um Okay, so you mentioned there's this Insano Flex, which is just your standard at home gym equipment, but then they put a computer chip in it, and now it has become <laughs> this sentient robotic creature with two legs that spin around in a circle. While a person is strapped to the inside of the machine doing a workout, which powers the machine. Yeah, it's a, it finds a host, basically. Perfect, yes. Uh, so it picks up Carl. Um, <laughs> and you can. my favorite thing is, is as this, this, this robot is running around, it's causing destruction all over the city. You can just hear Carl. like, And they do a really good job on the audio mix. So it's like really faint. And then the robot comes closer to car- the camera. And you can just hear him like, oh, ha, oh, ha. Because this machine is just frantically working him out. Um, so this thing starts causing chaos all around town. And Meatwad, they're like, what do we do? We need a plan. And Meatwad, who's, I think Meatwad's my favorite character. I love him. Um, he's like, I got a plan. And like the camera like zooms in on him. And it's that moment in any other movie where like somebody's like, okay, we're going to, 
you know, we're going to get a giant rope and we're going to attach it to this light pole and then we're going to trip him and then we're going to use this new weapon to damage him. So Meatwad's like, all right, I got an idea. And it cuts and they're at a theme park and he's like, this here is a roller coaster and we're going to ride that roller coaster because time is now ending and we got to enjoy the time that we got left. And it's just like, as a movie, that's fucking perfect because it's like, yeah, like they build it up no different than like, like I think of like a like a Batman movie or like a Marvel movie where like I got an idea and then it cuts and they execute their idea miraculously. This does the same thing, but then in an absurd, fucking crazy, unpredictable way. Like there's a zero percent chance your brain was like, oh, his idea is that he's gonna take him to a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, no, there's no rules. No. None. And I love it because like I would imagine I can just picture these guys like writing this script, working on this, doing the voice acting, doing the animation, and just having to... They had to have been laughing their fucking asses off, being like, we're getting paid to do this. You know, like... This is great. This is probably... That's got to just be, like, one of the craziest, funniest feelings on the face of this planet, is to say that you made the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. You know, like... Oh, it's fucking bananas, dude. Yeah, man. I love it. I really love it. Like I said, I I fucking love cartoons, so... Any anything that's also absurd is is cool with me. So I had a great time with this, and I also really appreciate Carl. I love Carl. He's funny. Then um, I like to where they so okay. So like we were saying, they put okay. Well then they so they put Carl. Uh, they put Carl in the, in the workout machine, like you said, like a host. That's a great term. And so he is doing this workout, and um, he is. Uh, getting buff every time the camera cuts back that we just like more and more buff you know like within a matter of like hours but again that's cartoons and I feel like that's also kind of them tapping into like the craziness of cartoons where like again nothing makes sense like again you could be a completely like Arnold Schwarzenegger sized guy in an afternoon if you just work out enough yes and they put him in this machine Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just play the sample of the song that is playing <laughs> as oh yes uh, as he's working out it's probably one of the it's the it's one of the funniest songs that a movie ever made um, it's fantastic And um, and then so he's he's working out, and then finally they they stop the insano flex. Now Carl's ripped and he's huge, and he meets another. He's so big. He's so big <laughs> he can't even walk. And then he meets another bodybuilder named Linda. It's this woman who just like grunts awkwardly, and she takes him back to his place. And he's like, yeah, you know, like like I'm gonna get laid. Hell yeah! And he's super excited. And they go back to her place, um, only to discover that it's Doctor Weird. And he actually orchestrated all of this, or at least to our extent of knowledge, uh, he orchestrated this so that he could then lock Carl in the bed and then with a knife cut off his muscles and glue it to his own body so he has an extra strong body to fight Frylock. I mean, like, 
If that's not fucking gold, I don't know what is. Because, like, again, it's stupid as shit, but I don't know if I could have ever come up with that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Linda, I care about you. I respect you. So where, uh, where am I gonna do you? Oh, man, jackpot! Yeah, lie down on it while I get nude. Yeah. Ah, I like it! Whoa! Oh, man, you are wild! Thank you, God! Yeah, my <laughs> hey, baby, your uh, muscle's leaking. What, 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 what's up with that? Oh, no, no! <laughs> oh, crap! Shit! This is going to hurt! A lot! Oh, crap, 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 crap! Oh, don't cry! You've been such a good boy! I'm gonna let you have a lolly! Now lick it! And so for like that, and it's like this obscure... In this obscure... Because a lot of people are just like... I know some people like the criticism of this film and, and even Aqua Teen and even like some of the other adults movies, like it's just like too crazy, too zany all the time. But like, I think it's really fun to look at it with the lens of again, thinking like how they made this, how they wrote this and how they got there is pretty cool and it's pretty creative you know what i mean Mm-hmm. absolutely i think there's a lot of people that always and i've kind of talked about this before where like um you know some people always say things to the extent of like you know y- y- like you gotta watch you know fear and loathing in las vegas stoned you know to enjoy right. it better and it's like no you don't you can no, you don't if, if you want to that's a thing you could go do absolutely you know oh you gotta take LSD and listen to the doors. It's like, no, you don't. I like the doors sober while I'm working. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it can be a different experience, but I think that a lot of these guys have always kind of gotten that, that, like that label, you know, like they just smoked a bunch of weed and wrote all this, but it's like, I really don't think they did. I think they did. Well, that's why I said I was glad I I did not (laughs) because I was like, this is so much like, it's better with that. Like, honestly, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's great. It is great. It's fun. Yeah. It's like I said, it's a, it's a movie that's best enjoyed. I would say with a, a group of friends that are all willing to accept that it, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna it's be like cohesive. It's like a big fuck you like to me that like, that they were doing where it's like they gave them money to make this movie and then they just did whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they succeeded. I mean, yeah. they, by all definitions, they did exactly that. And I think they made a good movie that I I still watch to this day, uh, which is kind of funny. And um, it reminds me of um, here's a here's a question that I actually like to ask people. So I'm going to ask you, have you ever seen Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered? Dude, I love Tom Green and I have definitely seen that movie. I love that movie. I, it's it's so good it's horrible it's but so good it's so good and uh i feel like that's a, like you just said like that's another movie where it was like like thanks for the paycheck i'm gonna go do whatever i want um because there's a like there's a line in that movie he even says something to the effect of like he gets paid in in front of got fingered he gets paid for his cartoon finally and yes. then he hires a contractor to basically take his dad to like Afghanistan or Iraq. <laughs> um, and there's this whole thing and they, they do all this construction and he spends, I think his entire paycheck of like $5 million in a matter of like two minutes. He spends it on jewels for his girlfriend, Betty. And then, um, 
he spends the rest on, on getting his dad to Afghanistan. And he says to the contractor, something to the effect of like, he's like, that's money, you know, easy come, easy go. And I feel like it's like that some commentary of him uh, talking about like spending the money on that movie. You know what I mean? Like, right. easy come, easy go. This fucking studio handed me X million of dollars and this is the movie that they got. This is what I made. This is the construction that I pieced together. And I definitely feel like that inside of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie is they were like, you have to make a movie. And by all definitions, they did. And it follows like, it follows like the try, like the, 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 it, it follows the formula of like, the movies that were made from a TV show though too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like if you look at it, like, like a lot of those movies always then would get like, like I remember they made, um, what was the fucking Keenan and Kel? The, the, was it the good burger? Oh yeah. Good burger. And they made a good burger movie and they, did. they like every time they make a movie, then it, cause it never feels like the show. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And like, then they throw in these like giant movie cameos to indicate to you the viewer like hey look we finally made it and we're a movie now and so like they'll put in like a celebrity whatever i don't like we got john cena in our movie and it's like well what do you fucking do it just means you get more money it doesn't mean anything he's just an actor he's just being paid to be there doesn't really give a shit about your film he's just there because he's getting paid and i feel like that's like the time traveling abraham lincoln in this movie because they start with that too he's like the opener to kind of be this like star star celebrity i think that's where like they do a good job of like kind of trashing hollywood in this movie which i kind of love and yeah like time traveling lincoln is incredible it's it's so funny and then like even the way that like the fbi comes in when they escape that scene and they like shoot up everything and then they're like freeze (laughs) after like after they've destroyed everything in the room so which is a funny little little commentary it's great and then they've got the line too where he's like he's like uh he's the one fbi agent is like you know he could be invisible and he's like look terry i know we fought one bad guy that was invisible but that doesn't mean every bad guy is invisible and he's like but that also doesn't mean that he's not invisible yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um but again that's like the funny thing too it's like time traveling lincoln it's in the past of like i don't know 1800s it's never disclosed and then the fbi shows up and it just makes sense Can we talk about the video game that they played where it's like the american civil war (laughs) yeah but like and the confederates win it's they just like don't pull any punches there at all no they no they don't and (laughs) and then um so then they chase they chase abraham lincoln and meet wide frylock uh uh and and uh master shake in a car and Abe, Abe Lincoln gets him to a rocket ship. He sends him into outer space. And then the FBI agents show up and they shoot a tranquilizer dart into Abraham Lincoln's neck and he breaks his neck and dies. And they're like, yeah. oh no, we just changed time. And the camera zooms out and it's these two white FBI agents tethered to a like a horse and buggy operated by a black guy with a whip. And then the white guys have shirts that say like slavery is awesome. It's just like, oh my God, dude, this shit's in fucking insane. Like... It's just nuts. It's just chaos. They they go to some deep places in the movie for sure. They do. They definitely don't really hold back at this, and it is uh, a million percent not always exactly PC culture. But it's not like it's not offensive. They're not they're not 
claiming anything, in my opinion, that was like over the top. It's just there. You know no. what I mean? Like, it's uh, also a cartoon about a fucking milkshake, a ball of meat, and a fry. Basket of French fries. Yeah. So, like, there's, you know, I mean, it, take, you know, take it for what it is. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And, like, even like uh, when, uh, the Lincoln characters, he's like, yeah, you'll never catch time traveling Abe Lincoln. He starts to evaporate mm-hmm. and then they just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just done. That's it. It was like, it's incredible. It is incredible. Um, uh, I, I would say like, like what was your, like what was your viewing experience with this? Like, uh, like did Christina see watching it? Or, like, did you have to explain this or anything so, in a capacity like that? Yeah. So, uh, my girlfriend um, was out actually at a work event because like those have started to come back and she does uh, public relations. So she actually had to go to like a dinner. It was like a, a small kind of dinner type thing. So that's when I was like, I want to watch this movie, you know? So I put on the movie and I was about, I'd say three fourths of the way through. And then her work event ended. So I paused the movie and I went and picked her up and got back to the house. I'm like, hey, I got to, you know, like, <laughs> I don't like stopping in the middle of the movie. So I'm like, I'm, I just like jumped right back onto it. So she just came and sat with me and she sat there in silence for about 15 minutes. And then she turned to me and she's like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> and I was like. I honestly don't know yet. Yeah. I'm almost done with the movie. Yeah, I was, like, and I don't know I, was like, I don't really know yet. And then, but like the thing about it is she was like into it. So we watched the rest of it together and it was like, it was great. So then I was like, I'm going to watch that again. And with like a more like critical eye, you know, like trying to figure out like, you know, maybe why they did this or that. But I loved it. And frankly, it was really great because I did find that, when I was watching it by myself, like I said, I was like, fuck, man. I wish I was, like, hanging out with the boys, cracking a few Coors Lights or something, and just, like, watching this movie. And so having someone to watch it, was it, it became kind of more fun just because I could see how confused she was, and that made me really happy. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I was like, oh, good, it's not just me, or if it was like, yeah, like, but I still like it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, yeah, this is a movie where, like, like you could have, like you could like, you could be watching it with like your headphones on, and somebody could walk by and kind of just like look at it briefly. And after uh, any given minute, like a full sixty seconds of anyone just briefly watching this, I guarantee they will have to stop you and be like, "What are you watching?" Because it's just, yeah. it's just obscure. It's absurd. But it's those very are... valid question. You know, the internet is a popular source of information. Uh, the internet is also a popular way to play some of. My favorite games like Crystal Meth, Nightmare Killing Spree, and Climb Digger, Head to Hell. Here I go. Don't, don't you touch my computer. Oh my god. <laughs> there must be 50 bars on this page. Whoa, I gotta get on it. No, 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 no. There's no brow shopping in here. Let me see. Come on. Do you mind? Here. You will bookmark that. Oh, oh what? You've never seen a bra before? Not with the boob meat inside of it. This is one of those things where if you don't laugh within the first, like, five minutes of the movie just stop like it's it's not for you and it's okay it's totally you're normal also like if you do watch it don't try to understand it just let go just let go and and that's actually that's probably my favorite 
thing in the movie is just let go because you know some movies are you know they're about they're about x y and z but then for a b and c they need you to let go and and some people can't and uh right. it's just like when you when you watch a film you gotta you gotta you gotta look at it from what they're trying to tell you um and and so this this film will oddly train you to do that and hopefully then highlight other obscurities in films that are meant to be taken in a more serious yeah it's it's like you just don't take it serious you know and have a good time with it and it's it's so nice to like watch a movie where that that is the intention really you know like i don't want to say it's it's all nonsensical like they're clearly making some comments on stuff but i definitely think it's like i said like when i was able to just be like all right dude don't keep trying to figure out what the fuck's going on just enjoy it i was like having a great time with it yeah and uh i'm glad i'm glad you liked it you you i loved it i loved it you'd recommend the film to people oh yeah i mean i purchased it so i have it now so when i do have a like yard movie thing i'm gonna hit you up (laughs) i'll be there front row yeah i'm gonna be like this is calvin's reco i think uh and i think like what was i think it was like three dollars to buy on amazon which is it was either two dollars or three dollars. I can't remember. Uh, but either yeah. way, it, it's the exact price that it needs to be um, for this style of movie. Um, kind of similar to American uh, movie. Like if you like A, B, and C, you would like this movie. Um, Shit. Man. Yeah, that's. I would say obviously if you've ever uh, been entertained by any of the Adult Swim content, yeah. you would like it. But I think that's really as far as that reach can go, that, that arm is pretty short. Yeah. I would say like, it's different, but the same kind of thing of like show that became a movie is like, have you ever seen Beavis and Butthead do America? Oh hell yeah. I saw that in theaters. It's a great, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. It I is. love that one. That is a good, love that's, a, that one. that's a good, that's a good one. I would say like, um, I would say like Eric Andre's show reminds me of this a little bit in terms of like how it's kind of all over. I would even say like um, if you're like a fan of like I like I love the Jackass movies, all three of them. And I would say like it's just that because, again, like they do random crazy shit. And if you're into that style of humor, this would be applicable. Coming out with a new one. Yeah, they are. They um but um, anything else on Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters? I, just get it. Just buy it. Like you said, it's like two dollars. It's like just have that in your arsenal. You're gonna want to watch something like that at some point, where you don't really want to think. You just want something to kind of wash over you, well, or just crash over you. And uh, I, I'm glad I have it. I'm glad I own it so that I can watch it in the future. And I think it's a great movie to just find an excuse to have some people over chill out and watch this cartoon. That's pretty awesome. You know what else? Like, like obviously having people over to watch, it could be good, but I think that this could be a movie too, where if you have like a party, like just, you know what I mean? Because like, you're not in the living room, but some people will be, you're moving around. You have a party at your house Put this you on. You can totally throw this on in the background too. Like it works as that as well. Yeah. yeah. Like put the subtitles on and put it on volume like five and then have your music and your party everywhere else. And this is just on and a minimum of two people will, will, will thank you and enjoy it because you did oh, that. Yeah. A minimum of two people. Oh yeah. I guarantee it. So yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And um, unless there's anything else, we'll pop this one in the bag. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's wrap it up and send it out. I think uh, <laughs> I think we've covered it enough where you know you got to go watch it. Just go, so, just just go watch it. Just go, go do it. it. That's why we why, that's why we recommended these things for you to watch. Exactly, and, and sat here for two hours just talking yeah. about this and talking the about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Cole, what is it? Fuck. Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. For theaters. But it's unfortunately not. Which it is for theaters, but it's for your living room or iPad as well. (laughs) Do you ever see that do you ever see that that interview with David Lynch where he's bitching about people watching movies on their phone? No, but I would like to. Just YouTube it. He's like he talks about the movie viewing experience and why it is important, and he's a million percent correct in everything he has to say. And then he goes full Lynchian, and he because he, he, he like he turns it on. You, you can just see yep. it. It's like an engine, it's like a car engine. He just turns it on, and then he's like, and then some fucking people want to watch this shit on your phone. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, dude, it's so funny. Well, um, uh. As my friend Janine would say, a tree can't grow unless it rains. So thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for being here today. Colin, thank you so much for being yeah, man, here. And, anytime. And thanks for flying into the studio on my first-class jumbo jet, I hope. I hope. Totally. With the champagne and the mimosas. All right. I, I, it was okay? Yeah. I, it, right. There's room to improve because um, we, got, we, got, we got billions for this pot i'm gonna shut up now anyway thank you very much everybody for joining in we did i did want to one more i did i one more fun little fact about american movie this is from imdb uh mark in the movie says the word man 151 times that's a piece of trivia you can leave with today so (laughs) thanks everybody bye see you later don't be a jerk and don't be a fool be a good neighbor and follow these rules Remember to keep your shoes on at all times. Don't pull your penis out unless you really need to. Indecent exposure is a class two.